With the leveling up completed, you continue down the hallway. You notice that um, the pile of dead bodies that was previously here at the entrance to the temple, the three unfortunate fighters and unfortunate black mage, uh, evidently had been sort of pushed down the hallway like someone was trying to move them so they weren't obstructing the, the center, but uh, evidently didn't get very far. push room. I think a oversized push broom. So you uh, step around them and continue down the hallway. You are now at an intersection. It goes north through... Are we flipping coins to see which way we go? (laughs) Uh, It heads north through another narrow passageway that starts to curve around to the side. And uh, there's another... It looks like a treasure room of sorts like you found on the other side previously. Uh, Let's check out the treasure room. Wait, wait. Are there gargoyles? Not that you can see, but then again, you haven't seen anything that snuck up on you to attack you. So you headed to the tiny room, yeah. and you were attacked by... Nothing! It's just Yay. a treasure chest. It's a co- cobbly... I don't know where that adjective came from. It's a wooden Cob- chest. I poke it with okay. my sword. You poke it with your sword, and it easily glides open, just springs open of its own accord. And inside, you find... It's a leather a hat. You find <laughs> a leather hat. <laughs> no, this is haha. <laughs> it's got pom poms on it. Give it to the white mage. Very cute. <laughs> <laughs> what? He needs damage yes. reduction. I'll take it. I need a hat. I like hats. Am I That's funny. getting it's a hat? Put the stats down for that here. <laughs> ah, yes. Here we go. Um, so your cap is uh, gives you an absorb of plus eight. And an evade of plus Yay, I needed this. <laughs> My absorb is pretty, pretty low. I like this. I like this turn of events. I have a hat. <laughs> With pom-poms on it. Wait, I need to get an actual hat. So, back out. Right. Do you want to go north through the unexplored narrow passageway, or do you want to go east through the narrow passageway you went through, and then beyond back to your other empty treasure room, and then north from there? Or do go. you want to go into the uh, the center of the temple through the doors, through the pillars? Wait, north is not into the center of the temple through the pillars? Oh, no. Well, from from the entrance, had you gone directly north through the entrance, you would have passed between a few pillars and then into the... Uh, okay, okay. Through the doors that's in the center. Otherwise, it looks like if, if you know your evil bad guy ancient temple geography uh you know this is probably split into four equal looking quadrants so you'll probably find more treasure in the northwest and the northeast let's do the one with more treasure let's go north then we're going north all right you go north and you find nothing and you head through you the narrow passage curves again it opens up in the center uh has a line of pillars heading in towards the middle of the temple uh and then just hits a wall but there seems to be a big open room uh, beyond the pillars, and you keep heading north through the narrow passageway and come upon another treasure room. There's a set of stone double doors in front of you and a, another narrow passage to the east, or perhaps it's the same passage, and it just continues. We go inside the treasure room, right? So you do. Take in charge of this. Is there a treasure Yes, there? and so inside... Oh, keep going. Uh, oh, that's interesting. Oh, no, it's not interesting. Inside you find... I was trying to figure out, I'm like, you guys already had a cabin. How did you get a cabin? You took it off one of the uh, dead adventurers, I believe. So inside, two treasure chests, and you pop them both. It's one a cabin. It's a cabin. Cabin. There's it's cabin. A cabin. Yep. It's a whole cabin in a box. Yes. And in the other one, there is a heal potion. Nice. So communal loot. Yay. Where to now? So we leave, and we're going to go east this time to the other corner, the one corner. Wait, what did we get? We have not been to yet. You got a heal potion and a cabin. Okay. So we're going to the one quadrant that we haven't been to yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're going east. So as soon as you step outside, you push open the doors, and <laughs> from either side of the door, you are ambushed by these ugly, worm-looking creeps. You fought one of these before, and well, now there's two of them here. Everybody, roll for initiative. Can we run away? Eleven. I guess we should roll first. Well, yeah, you, you could run away. I'm curious to see how running away works, actually. Uh, Fourteen for me. Five. Three. Oh, high rollers here. <laughs> Numbers might be trying to tell us something. Pank gets to go first. I want to try and run away. I want to see how this works. Okay, so in order to run away, I believe I have this written down here. 
In order to run away, you roll a d100. If the result is equal to or lower than your luck, then you run away and the battle ends with no gain or loss of experience points or gold. Maybe Oof. lower maybe the my should, luck, Jesus. What if what if I do try to run away and you guys do damage in case I fail? Also a possibility you can do it that way. But Hank's up first, so he gets that choice. Right. Oh, 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 oh you tease. I yes. did a 13 or lower, and I rolled a 14. <laughs> All right, now we're running away. Oh, oh, sucks. The creep, the first creep, slithers over to Jove and uh, seems to have been, not that he's really got a completely discernible eyes that you can really look at, but uh, seems to be attracted to your new hat. <laughs> of course, the one good thing I get and suddenly makes me a target. And he t- I would have hit you anyhow. Uh, and tries to reach out to get you. But you have a chance to dodge. Well, my fancy leather cap and I do with finesse. <laughs> Jove, go ahead. All right. Is, so the, is there just one worm or is there two? There's there's two of them. Oh, yeah. Let's the try to pink, run away. ready gorged, bulbous worm things. I'll try to run. With little See tiny tentacles and frills and things. So I just have to get below or at my luck, right? Right. Um, that does not happen. 75. Ineffective. Alf. Alf is going after creep number one. Alf rolls a hit. Okay. Roll for damage. 19 damage. Ooh, very good. Uh, the worm is fleshy, and it absorbs some of that, but still a good hit. Um, and it, you can you can see that it hurts. It squirms. Uh, go ahead, number two. Well, number two goes to strike at Pank, who is no longer fogged. The fog has worn off, so you're back to your normal absorb. Okay. And leaves you open to dodge. I dodge, and then I yell, uh, get away, creep. Get away, loser. What the hell All are right. you doing here? Lita. No one. I am No, we, we know. We're nodding our heads. <laughs> it's Arrested <laughs> Development. We know. Uh, no. Oh, wait, no, I know, I know, I know, I know. Oh, oh yes. That's right. something else. Yes, See, sorry. I'm trying to be funny. Uh, trying being the operative word. Lena, do something! Save us! <laughs> We're just going to keep go... talking. <laughs> I go after the, the, um, the thing that Michael hit already. Okay. And I roll outside my hit range. And it rolls well inside its dodge range. So it successfully slurps to the left and slurps to the right as you're swinging madly, and it doesn't get hit. Pank! Okay. I guess I'll actually try and hit something this time. Uh, I go for the first one, but it does have a chance to dodge. And dodge it does. Oh, man. Let's dodge. It's fabulous. <laughs> and it tries to hit you back and uh, might miss. So how's your dodge and skill, Pank? Inadequate. Inadequate, you say. Well, uh, then you are the proud new owner of 25 damage. As I'm not proud of that. No problem with that at all. Jove. All right, uh, I'll hit that first worm again. 64 is my hit roll, which is not very good. Okay. Uh, well, it doesn't do a good dodge. It, it dodges as well as I'm speaking right now, so hit it. Okay. 12. 12 damage? Yes. Wow. Some of that almost goes through. <laughs> Some of it almost goes through. <laughs> okay, okay. A little bit of it goes through. And Alf... Alf, rule, Alf so is helpful. attacking the injured uh, creep. Have we all been Good. attacking the same creep? Yes. I hope so. Well, outside the hit percentage, so it could dodge. Mm. Oh, but it doesn't! So Alf... Oh, wait. No, I'm sorry. I... No, it doesn't. <laughs> Alf does 16 damage. Okay. Also, not all of that goes through, but enough of it goes through to make the... Th- thing squirm a little more than it's already squirming. Uh, 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 uh. And the second worm tries to have Lita as a snack. What? Ooh. And that is a, uh, a critical snack. No. Yes. Um, my sister just came in, into my room, so I'm blaming her for this. Well, um, it's a delightful 33 points of damage snack. How much? 33 points of damage, Snack. Uh, that is a lot. What is, that what requires is, me to do math. 
Well, after you're done mathing, then you can take your turn, Lita. What, what's up, Jove? What's um, everyone's damage? Because I'm not doing much in the damage point, so if this is a good time to do some curing, I might as well do it now. Well, we had a level up, so everybody could use curing. Oh, that's a good point. But who's who's got the most need? Uh, I need 34 HP to hit max. Okay. I need 29, so I'm, I'm all right. Pank? Hey, I'm okay. Well, it's Lita's turn to go in the meantime. You're right, it is. It certainly is. The one that we've been going after, is it still alive? It is, and it's it's okay. standing, well, slithering strongly yet, but uh, definitely has uh, seen its share of damage at this point. All right, I'll go after that one, and I got way outside my hit range. Hit it anyhow. Awesome. Um, eight damage. Okay, uh, it seems fleshy enough to really soak up most of that. Your blade sort of glints off the side and just takes a, a tiny sliver out of him. Pank! Okay. Uh, where'd I go? There it is. Oh, that's a crit. Against number let's, one or number two? Uh, let's go for number one. Let's get Eight. one of these down. Okay. Uh, 24, 26. Uh, are they magic? They are not magic. So just thank 39. you for asking with your rune sword. 39, you say? Yes. Oh, you carve into the side of it, and it's just oozing ichor, but there's just enough of it holding it together to keep it from collapsing entirely. Um, yes. And it, it reaches out to uh, make a meal out of you with its mouth, uh, which is generally how people make meals out of things. Something and about. doesn't do a very good job because it's barely stable. So go ahead and roll an evade check. It misses. Oh ho, so it does. Jove, do some healing, perhaps. Okay. Or just beat it up. Doki. Let's heal up Alf. So, with the cure, roll 2d8, um, which is 5, and then 3. So, just pull out a little calculation here. 8 plus... It's 36. Alright. Does that Very get good. you That's a full really deal. close? That's full? It's a whole deal? Yep. It's a whole shebang? Cool. I was useful. Yeah, having a wonderful time. Alf, you feel your wounds all starting to close and heal. You're still just as bloody and dirty as you were before, but you're no longer actively bleeding. So go ahead, Alf. Alf rolls a 88, which is outside the hit percentage. Alf is going after the first creep. Ah, uh, well, it doesn't creep out of the way fast enough. Smack it. 14 damage. Ooh, you may describe how this one goes down. Um... It explodes uh, piece by piece from the top all the way to the bottom. It's like a Zelda boss. Yep. <laughs> the second one, which is at full health, uh, strikes out at... Random generator decides Jove. Of course it does. And Jove has a chance to try to dodge. It, it likes your hat. Yeah. Um, it is a pretty nice hat that I'm wearing. I do... I have a chance to dodge, you said? Yes. All right. I dodge with the 39. Very good. Lita. Alright. I go after the one that's alive. I it is a definite hit, and I hit it with ten damage. Okay. Um it soaks up most of that, but a little bit of it goes through. You can feel your dagger stabbing, uh or your knife or your whatever form of cutlery you have stabbing into it. Uh, just a little bit more I than did usual. Hank! Hank! Yes. Do something. Alright, I say a jaunty little sea shanty. Oh, you meant roll some dice. Well, I wouldn't mind the sea shanty. What do you do with a drunken sailor? What do you do with a drunken sailor? What do you do with a drunken sailor? Lie in the morning. Put him in the scupper and up she rises. Put him in the scupper and up she rises. Put him in the scupper and up she rises. Lie in the morning. I was thinking, feed him to the creep and experience, but you know, whatever. That works too. So it has a chance to evade. If it uh, well, the funny thing about creeps is that when they're not expecting it, uh, they don't evade very well. It's not even facing in your direction, so it's it's just completely unaware of you stabbing it in the back. Whatever passes for a back with this thing. I.e. rolled a hit. Or damage. Yes. Damage. It's got it's a, uh, 30. 30. Okay. That's a good, solid hit. Jove, go ahead. All right. And the honor of your hat. <laughs> All right, hat. Let's do this. We're going to attack the creep, and is this... Nope, it's not in my hit percentage. Well, it's not in its dodge percentage either, so go ahead. Cool. Oh, good. The lowest amount of damage I can do. 
11. Okay, that that still goes through. That's still even more damage than Lita dealt last turn, but not by much. <laughs> that that is my that's the most amount of damage I can do with my uh, with my dagger. So maybe you it's should okay. magic. Maybe you should magic. Maybe I, Wait, that's did, what I was thinking. Didn't you get a silver dagger or a knife or whatever. Yeah, that's that's and the it's... most I can do. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, these things have yeah. a fairly reasonable absorb as it is. I mean, they are fleshy, and the creep goes in it's it's still hungry and uh tries to take another bite out of lita just it's picked up the scent uh you can try to dodge lita he's telegraphing moves and you dodge yes i'm so plat i'm 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 so plowed uh wow (laughs) so plowed hanging out in the snow too long uh got stuck there and i got plowed hank Alrighty. that has a chance to dodge if it does not dodge it takes 29 damage it uh does not dodge oh so I need to do math then. I'm sorry. Yes. Um, a very solid hit. The whole thing is is starting to uncongeal. It's um, starting to get really oozy everywhere. Jove, continue the fight. All right. Let's just do a little bit of the same thing. Um, well, the last digit of whatever my evade was a five. And the first is a six. So that I did not hit very well. I don't know if you heard that. I was on the floor. Oh, I heard that and hit him anyways. Cool. Um, that would be 15. Mm, much damage passes through, but not not quite enough. The thing is just oozing apart. It's going to fall over any minute now. Alf, can you do it? Alf lands a critical hit with, uh... Can do it. <laughs> 27 damage. That is way more than necessary. Terminated! Yay! Yay. And do you have a, a fruity, colorful description for this particular one, or is it just terminated and uh, we'll be Alf, done with it? Alpha's going to jump on top of the, uh, the the creep and just slide from one end to the other. Okay. A um, couple things are coming to mind, but none of them are tasteful descriptions, so we'll just let it go. Uh, and it's dead. You throw your arms up in the air, celebration, and you all gain experience points. How much do you ask? Well, I shall tell you. You each gain 126 experience and 30 gold. What's our total amount? Because I think I forgot to actually record the experience from the last one. I just leveled up. So where are we at now? Well, you continue to add to your existing experience. Right, but I I forgot. I'm at 1544. So minus 10, because I think I gave you two groups of five experience for random things. Yeah. So minus 10, so one, five, three, four. That, that sounds right. Uh, anybody else? Back that up? Everyone four. else left? <laughs> okay. I just stopped counting the experience because y'all were doing it. <laughs> okay. We're still like so. 600 points away from the next level up. So we're still going to the east? Yeah. You are still going to the east, and you head down the narrow passageway. And don't come across anything. Uh, go through another intersection where the uh, pillars uh, lead into a larger room and then the big center chamber in the temple. And uh, through the narrow passageway, you come to another intersection. Go south, narrow passageway again, or you can walk right ahead through the double doors into another treasure room in the northeast quadrant. We're going for the treasure room. Okay, you walk into the treasure room, and as you open, as you open the doors, you get this sinister feeling... The same kind of feeling that you felt when you started to walk into the southeastern one where you got your rune sword. And as you're opening up the doors, you also notice that this door was previously locked. It was left ajar slightly. Do you continue in? It took us a hell of a long time to beat those uh, gargoyles. Although we did get something pretty badass. And by we, I mean I. We're doing a very good job. And we are leveled up a couple. I opened the door. (laughs) <laughs> you open the door and barge right in and you're sort of waiting the hair on the back of your neck stands up you're waiting for that lightning strike sound that for no reason seems to accompany every encounter that you have but you're looking around and you you look up into the rafters and just you, you see a little stone gargoyle head pop over the side they say we're on break <laughs> quick you have two tra- fortune favors the bold <laughs> I open the chest you open the chest um and inside the chest, you find uh, the two chests. So one of them holds a soft potion. The potion itself is not soft. It uh, softens flesh that's been turned to stone. And possibly other things, but that's really the only practical adventuring use that you can find. 
sort of a uh, swirling gray broth inside this little miniature vase with a cork in it. So you pack that away. And in the other chest, you find a were-sword, as in werewolf sword. Whoa. Werewolf. Well, we can't. We can't give that it's... to Michael. could hurt himself with it in a few minutes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah go you can take that one if you want to, Michael. Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll take the were-sword. So then I will take the were-sword and try to work out how this affects my stats while you guys continue. Give the uh, silver dagger to uh, Black Mage. I've got the rapier. Oh, Black Mage already has the silver dagger? Ooh, take that, can, yes. Can the Black Mage use the rapier? I don't think so. I don't think I can. No, you can. The, the silver knife? Yeah, the Black Mage can use that. No, no, yeah, no the rapier. Oh, the rapier. Has. No, rapier cannot be used by... Who's using the silver knife? Me. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. I have a hammer. Okay. That has not changed since we started. So so we are equipping the wear sword on the red mage? Yep. And you've redone your math for that? Yep, that brings my hit percentage to uh, 33, so I get the chance to double hit. Oh, boy. Very nice. Uh, yes, and don't forget that over, uh, what was it, 25, did I say? Yeah. Uh, you can roll You can roll a, a D2, so flip a coin or roll a D4. I totally by half. did forget that. And uh, you can be doing double hits, potentially. Mm, no wonder I've been kind of damaging a little bit low. All right, so you have that, uh, and you, you notice a little bit of a difference, whereas the rune sword that you picked up is more of a, uh, how do we pronounce it, falchion? Falcon, falchion, falchion. Uh, so, so slightly curved Soft, and a uh, little bit rugged on the end. Almost looked like there's a, a deliberate chip out of it towards the tip, um, but has this uh, sort of exotic look to it. The wear sword is a very hearty, similarly colored magical sword. Um, that's more looks more like a broadsword, really, uh, a miniature broadsword. So a long sword, I guess. Smooth. And that is all that's in this room. So you wish to proceed out. Yes, we wish to proceed out, and we the only place we haven't been to is that large room in the center of okay. the Temple of Fiends, so we should try to head there by either going south or west. As you start to walk out of the room, you oh. hear a voice from the rafters saying, well, we're not on break anymore. <laughs> Roll for initiative, please, as three gargoyles descend on you. Monkey. That was stat three. Oh, boy. That is a six. I have a six as well. I have a 14. I keep rolling a 14. (laughs) Tried to high-five through my microphone. Did it go through the internet? No. I got a 17. You got a 17? Yeah. Okay, so give me just a second. Lita gets to go first. How many gargoyles are there? There are three. You fought four previously. We should try to blow them up. Joe, you just got really, really quiet. Sorry. uh, Am I still quiet, or am I better now? A little bit better now. Okay. Uh, I'll check my settings real quick. Yeah, just lean forward and shout. Lita, go ahead. Um, considering how how annoyingly hard these, not hard, but like difficult it was to like kill them all last time, I might just start out and use magic on them. Yeah. You can always try running too. That is another option. Does anyone have a luck but, higher than like And Pank, as you're uh, you're looking at these stone gargoyles hunched over, um, sort of hopping around the room, not using their wings to fly. You feel your sword start to vibrate a little, almost resonating with them, as though they are perhaps magical. Oh, I see. So the stone creatures are magical, yet the creatures animated by dark necromantic energies are not. Hey, don't blame me. Blame the game designers. So, Lita, what you doing? We could, in fact, run away because I rolled lower than my luck score. Oh, you just run away? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you leave. technically, technically, you shouldn't be able to run away from this because this is a uh, a set battle. But uh, I'll let you run away. So Lita leaves the party, and uh, that leaves Pank and Alf and Joe to take out the gargoyles on their own. Is that how that works? No, that's not how that works. The whole party runs away. <laughs> the gargoyles are like, ah, we didn't <laughs> want to bother with you anyhow, and so you all leave them behind. They sort of frown there, frustrated. They really wanted to get hit and massacred by your magic weapon that's way better than the one that you were using when you fought them before. Yeah. Oh, well. No experience, no gold. Moving on. So where to now? You seem to have explored uh, just about all of the temple aside from the central portion. South or west? I'll go there. The the central portion? 
Yeah. He's asking if you go south or west to get there. Yes. Well, you can go south and then swing around to get to the central portion. Uh, You walk south. There's an intersection where there are pillars that uh, track to the west toward the center. So you decide to make a a detour into there, into the larger open area. And as you're walking around, uh, you don't find anything. And you come around to the double doors, the big stone double doors that lead into what appears to be the central chamber of the Temple of Fiends. Do you open them? I'm going to drink a healing potion first. Mm-hmm. I'm going right, to ask so the potion white potion to open the doors. <laughs> I'm opening the doors. That's what we've been told. Are you opening both doors or, or just one? I don't know. Are they heavy? They're double doors. I know, but if I can, I can, I'll grab the handles and like swing them. Wait, do they open in or out? It's important. They uh, open both ways. This door swings both ways. It's both in and out. All right. Can I, like, kick the middle and open them both up, like, quick? You can. You kick the middle, they fly open, and then immediately fly back in the other direction and pop you in the face. But it doesn't do any damage. It was just for comic effect. Uh, However, uh, I just wanted to make sure that uh, Pank gets healed for the appropriate amount of damage. Yep. It's I got it. 2d8 plus 15. You got it? Good, good, good. All right. Anyone else doing any uh, healing, any sort of perhaps going outside and using a tenting or anything like that before going into what very well could be? Probably nothing because we don't think the princess is here. What? Hmm. Okay, you barge in. Oh, and nothing. You, you barge in and you find a very dark room in the center. This is larger than any of the other smaller treasure rooms that you've found, uh, probably six, seven, eight times as large, or at least as wide. The ceiling height is only slightly higher. And through a uh, slightly narrow passageway into the room, another little vestibule, there's a pair of little statues. They almost look vaguely like lion heads. They might have at some point been carved into the shape of something, but just wear and tear and erosion over the years. It's worn down into some sort of unintelligible shape uh, that's sort of standing up about as tall as a person uh, and curved in slightly that seems to form a a sort of miniature archway uh, that you can imagine would double as a, a cool place to stand if you were an evil villain. Through those, you find a um, sort of a double V of statues. There's sort of forming a a V-shape from the left side and forming a V-shape from the right side. There are these statues of, they look to be old kings, old wizards, old scholars, perhaps, some some people of note uh, that are standing majestically and relatively untouched by the ravages of time. Between them, uh, you find another one of those uh, pairs of pillars, uh, like the ones that you're standing before, and you find five bats that are casually flitting about the room very gently, and you see in the center of the room a large, swirling, many-colored vortex. Is that, is that the end? That, you win, the end. <laughs> okay. I stroke my hair and say, oh, oh. That is all that you see in here. Bats, okay. statues, and swirling vortex. So okay. I'm going to presume that the people whose these statues are of, they were friends. Otherwise, it wouldn't be called the Temple of Friends. Of course. Nice. <laughs> Good. Oh, at least we know that now. Um, one of the like bats. A... One of the bats bumps into Lita as it's moving around, and you hear it say. Lupa, Lupa, which is strange because all of the bats that you've ever heard of go key, key. What's a lupa? Yeah, that's a bit weird. Uh, you don't know. You don't recognize that sound. Oh, I don't recognize it. Okay. So let's. I mean, I you can, can roll an intelligence check to. Uh, to I, try have, I have a lot of intelligence. I roll an. Yeah, me too. We're smart. We're gonna think about this. Okay, roll an intelligence check then. Okay. We use we use twenties for this. Yep, roll a d20, add your intelligence score in this case. Ooh, I'm rolling. 39. Um, 39. hold on, let me see what I get. 32. You're going to outdo her smartness? <laughs> um, 47. Ooh. Oh, very nice. Well, you're you're both bright enough and well-read enough to know that... Well, him uh, is literature. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. literature. Uh, you're, you're both well-read enough to recognize, even though you can't interpret it, you recognize that the bat seems to be speaking to you in a language called Leafinish, or perhaps Leifinish. The witch! Uh, which is highly unusual, and also, you're way the heck away from the part of the world where anybody speaks that. Very odd. Okay, so we sh- where are the bats? Are the bats just kind of flying around? Not- yeah, they're just sort of loitering, as, you know, bats do. Can I investigate the nearest statue? The 
Yes, you may. You start to walk towards it. And as you start to walk toward the nearest statue, the vortex pulses slightly and then spits out a body. Mm. Is this a, a dead Does body? Does it make like a weird like popping sound? Just like... Yeah, very much so. Suddenly, a corpse pops out of the vortex. The dead man... <laughs> the dead man looks like he could be Pank's older, handsomer, more muscular brother. He's got a spiky mess of red hair and carries equipment unlike anything you've ever seen, including some sort of shimmery vermilion waffle chain link armor. The guy looks like he was hit by a tornado. I take his armor. Well, there, is, there is one in the middle of the room. <laughs> okay. So you, uh, you walk up, and Pank, as you're searching the body to take his armor, you find the following things... Sorry, it's just funny. <laughs> you find the following things. You find a sword, which you recognize as the fabled Excalibur. You also... <laughs> uh, oh you, also you also find a very impressive-looking shield, which uh, one of you, Jove, recognizes to be an Aegis shield, assuming that's how you pronounce that word. You also, Hank, identify a dragon armor, which yes. seems to be made out of dragon scales that are shaped like waffles. And you find on his hand... from dragons, you say. Waffle dragons. Uh, you find a pro ring, a protective ring, uh, which is uh, large and uh, has a little ball of protection on top of it. Uh, he's wearing a... Uh, the helmet that he was wearing popped off, which is how you could see all of the hair, has a heel helmet, which evidently didn't do him very good. And in a backpack, very large backpack, you find a generator, capital letters. Ooh. We could um, use okay. that. Yeah, there's a giant machine out there that I think needs something that might be called a generator, even though I have no idea what any of these things are. Wait, wait, are you serious? You, you didn't actually play Final Fantasy? I played up to the point where I died on the first boss. <sighs> Alright, guys. Oh, God. Kids these days. Warmech is the hardest enemy in the game. Oh, I the thought it was The fact that it's sitting out there is a joke. It will murder us. But I especially thought that you. <laughs> but I thought that it was like a, if we get a power, then we could use the war mech to defeat no. the boss. No, it's a war machine. It just kills things that are there in front of it. You know what's well, just going to be in front of it? Let's we just will. put the boss in front of the giant war machine. Here, uh, you you kidnapper of princesses, come with us. We want to show you something. No, please don't kill us on the way over. Really, it'll be good. All right, so okay. who, who can actually use the Aegis shield and the dragon armor? Is it just me, or is Michael able actually, to Actually, none of you can use Excalibur, or the Aegis shield, or the dragon armor, or the heel helmet. At least you can't wear the heel helmet, um, because it's just so beyond your knowledge of the kinds of things that you know how to wear efficiently, it would just completely encumber you. You, you just wouldn't know just, how to do it. You don't know, uh, in other words, Pank, you don't know how to wear a hat. Because you can't wear the heel helmet. However, you do get this sense that the ring you could definitely just slip on any one of you. And the generator, of course, you can carry around and use as you see fit. But the, the heel helmet, you feel some magical power inside of it, perhaps. And you notice scrawled inside the helmet is the word heel. So perhaps that's a, uh, a keyword of some sort. Shout out the helmet. Heel! It's the keyword. Did it work? You, do you have the helmet in hand? And you, you feel the need to lift it over your head when you shout heel. Except it, it doesn't do anything because you, you also feel, just through touching it, you, you just sort of get this tingling sensation that this is something that's only really going to help you in battle. Maybe you'll hang on to it. Okay. So Who's going to take the ring? Should we roll to see who gets the ring? I mean, probably one of the mages is best. So. Okay, if we don't say anything, I'm going to roll a d6. As you're deciding about this, once again, without warning, another corpse pops out of the vortex and uh, knocking down Lita, who's standing in the way. No damage, you just have corpse on top of you that you push off. This one appears to be an olive-skinned elf in flowing blue-black robes who could pass for Lita's distant cousin. The elf looks like he was caught in a tidal wave. Okay. Does he have anything we can loot? Yes. So this one... We should probably loot this one has some good loot. A uh, cat claw, a black shirt, a pro ring, and a ribbon. So you have another ring, like the one the other dead body was wearing. Uh, you have a cat claw, which is this elaborate... It looks like um, 
more of a dagger, really, than a proper cat claw. So, but uh, you recognize it as such. But you don't know how to use it. It just feels exotic in your hand. Uh, and you also find this very thick black shirt. It's like a, an extra dense version of the cloth that you're currently wearing, you mages, you. Uh, but you don't really know how to put it on. You, you're pretty sure that there are armholes in a head hole, but you just can't find them. But you, uh, you do feel some power emanating from it, and it's a little cold to the touch. So perhaps, and you notice um, in, there's a, a tag on the, uh, the neck there that says... Ice too, and you're wondering what that's all about. Perhaps that's also a command word, so uh, you could potentially use that. And uh, the ribbon is something that anyone can wear. It's just a uh, big, thick, durable, pretty red ribbon, and looks like you could easily tie it into any of your hair. Hair, hair's hair. Okay, so I I suggest that um, the ribbon go to the fighter. And then the white mage and black mage take the rings. That's what I just say if we're not, unless someone has like an actual strategy, <laughs> they want to try with that. I like that idea. I said okay. that before. It's just my microphone somehow muted itself. Oh, okay. Very good. Is there, okay, I'll put the pro ring on, and I guess give the thing that might do something fancy with ice two to the black mage, because ice two sounds like a thing that a black mage could do. Okay. okay. Well, simply by simply by picking it up, any one of you who touches it feels like you could, even if you don't know how to wear it, this simple black cloth, uh, you feel like any one of you could possibly try speaking that command word, lifting it over your head, and possibly having something happen in battle. Any one of you. Okay, I guess I'll take it then. So the black mage takes the black shirt. Have we assigned the cat claw to anybody? That's basically just dragging it around oh. in your four-slot inventory weapon space. I'll take it. It's okay. Fine. Whatever. And we've assigned both pro rings to both mages. Yes. What about sure. this ribbon? Give the ribbon. Give it to the red mage. Okay. So the red mage takes his uh, plentiful white hair and uh, ties some of it into a ponytail, ties the ribbon around it, and it uh, matches your hat quite nicely. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. I think so we lost. Is um, that cyclone going to spit out any more dead bodies? <laughs> we want more loot! I'm <laughs> just saying, before wow. we, I try to leave, because last time I tried to go inspect the statue, the cyclone spat out a dead body, and everybody got distracted. So I just want to make sure <laughs> um, I'll be uninterrupted, because I want to look at the statue. I mean, I'm going to I'm gonna stay here and watch this, this whirlpool. I mean, this thing's paying out. <laughs> who took Excalibur? Nobody can use it, but who took it? I did. Okay, who took the Aegis Shield? Might as well yeah, take it too, Pank. Volunteered to yeah. take the Aegis Shield. No, that, well, that's that, okay. That... Pank's got it. Pank takes the dragon armor as well, hangs onto it, just throws it in his infinite backpack. Uh, and then the, uh, the heel helmet. Who wants to take the heel helmet? That's another one that when you pick it up, you feel like any one of you could probably lift it into the air and speak the command word and have some sort of magic fall on all of you. I don't think I'm I know the red mage. Or the red mage. Or the black mage. Oh, I see. Somebody pick! Make a decision! Give it to the red Roll. mage. Make it to the red mage. The, the red mage takes the heel helmet. Yay! Okay. Alright, so what do you wish to do now? There are no more bodies popping out. Can I look at the, at the statue now? You start to look at the statue, and yet again, with no advance notice whatsoever, two more men emerge from the vortex, looking harried and breathless, but not dead this time. The first man looks like Alf in another 10 to 20 years or so, with almost exactly the same wardrobe to boot. There's a small fire burning at the end of the plume in the man's broad red hat, which he quickly puts out with his bare hand. The person next to him is what Jove might look like if he ever puts down the hood of his white robe and lets his hair grow out for a few years. It takes the two of them a moment to notice your presence. The one in white, who looks like Jove, says, You need to leave! Panting, pointing at all of you in a sweeping arc with a blocky stone hammer. Why? What? <laughs> what, what do you mean, why? Have you... Do you not understand what this place is? It's a temple no. for friendship. No, it is a temple of fiends. This is where we have gone back in time, 2,000 years, to fight the evil that is the source of evil throughout this Whoa. entire world. Whoa. And Spoiler alert. Nathaniel, have some respect the, for our... The game's business. like 25 years old. Everyone knows. Whoa. Time travel, bro. <laughs> I am and, ashamed. Anyhow, it's only a spoiler now that you've said it. I could have just completely made it up for this quest, and it could have had nothing to do with the game, so there. 
Yeah, well, but it does. So it is a spoiler. But the one in white says there are horrible things through there, and the likes of you should never be anywhere near this. We almost ourselves got killed, and we are the strongest heroes in the world. You need to get out of here now. I challenged you to a game of rock paper scissors. Uh, (laughs) they they do not play along. Dang it. Um. Can we kill? Can we kill them and take their stuff? Sure. Want to roll for initiative? Um. Wait, wait. Do they have crystals? It doesn't look like they have crystals, but when you look really closely at the vortex, it looks like there might be some sort of shimmery, like purple and black shimmery orb at the center of it, uh, where the shimmering is coming from four large crystals that seem to be attached to it. Uh, it looks like it's, it's sort of a part of a, like an almost illusory part of the vortex. So okay. you're sort of putting two and two together and possibly guessing that those might Do you guys have pancakes? This is not a time for pancakes. Look, you are... It is always time for pancakes, Blasphemer. (laughs) The one in red says, Look, you are blocking the exit to the room. Either get out of our way and let us go through here peacefully and get yourselves out in the process, or prepare for fight. Please, we don't want to do this. We're trying to save the world, but right now, you are standing between us and being able to recover so that we can defeat this evil behind us. What if if we... Let's kill the entire world. Okay, wait. What do we... Okay. Let's think about it. <laughs> I take so, the generator so... and I go reactivate Warmech. <laughs> um, okay. Wait. So you, you start to march off and leave everyone else. And uh, the, one said, the one in red says, Good, one of you has the sense to get out of here. Oh, sh- should we tell him about the Warmech thing that he's yeah, about oh, to go oh, do? Oh. I- I'll ask about the princess. Oh, yeah. Well, how, how specifically do you ask about the princess? Um, I'm going to let Lita decide. <laughs> Thanks. I asked them if they had, um, before they started adventuring, if they if they had gotten the same crystals we've gotten. That doesn't same sound way. like anything about the princess. I ask it anyway. You show them one of your crystal. You show them your crystal that you picked up, and they said, "Oh, that. Oh, that explains so much." Says the red mage. We've been running into the likes of you all over the place. Not not so much farther north, but around here on this continent and the adjacent continents, we've been running into you folks all over the place. I never knew why. So, you know about the prophecy, I take it, and from the sound of it, piecing it together, the king got a little panicky. Princess got kidnapped make the prophecy fulfill itself by throwing some crystals all around the world in a note saying, come to the castle. The prophecy says that four heroes from all over the place are going to come together with crystals in their hands. We're talking about the elemental crystals, which are currently attached to that chaos orb in the middle there, which is causing the vortex. We went around, we demolished the fiends that were let loose by chaos, the evil force, and repowered the crystals and brought them here and that's how we were able to create this vortex so apparently the king wanted to fulfill the prophecy for himself and spread some two gold piece crystals all around the world trying to hire heroes hoping that one of them would be the heroes of legend just so he could get the princess back that's what it sounds like to me the white mage is sort of not the white mage but the the white wizard in fact looks to be nodding in in agreement like they know what's so, going on or something. So they know about the princess. So d- did they know where we could get the princess? Because yes. The the white wizard says, the pr- we rescued the pr- That was the first thing that we did when we arrived on this continent. We went and rescued the princess. We defeated Garland. And then went traveling the world. The princess has been rescued for a while. As soon as we brought her back, the king and royal family decided to go on a vacation to celebrate her safe return. What? I'm activating the war mech. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. We're having a finale. I'm putting the generator in it. Oh, snap. So weird. Actually, Pank, Pank is delayed by a series of individual imps, just a single imp that comes in I'm and not. immediately runs away as soon as he sees you. So you're slowed down all in the process. Yeah, but that was like, we just talked for like, they just talked for like five minutes. <laughs> True. So you, you have now arrived at the scene of Warmech. Another question before he starts to put the generator in. Another, another question to them. Yeah, anything you want to say. They're like, okay, one of you is gone. The rest of you need to get out of the way. We can continue this conversation on the way out. Okay, 
Why don't we just we take them? We are basically them? out of spells. We have no more potions. We we did not take this seriously enough. We usually do. We were not prepared for this. How many so we people need to go back and stock up again? How many people does a tent or a cabin um, hold? Only four at know. a time. And besides, we have we we have enough strength to make it back to Canaria and rest. Right, for the but if we take season. them, we have six people to fight Warmack. That's a finale. <laughs> All right. Meanwhile, Pank is climbing up on the side of Warmack and finds the hole where the generator, all caps, should fit, and places the generator in there. Upside down at first, it sort of sparks. He takes it out, flips it around, jams it back in, and all of a sudden it lights up. You can see little lights start to glow along the side of the mech. You close the lid and step back, and it's uh, sort of leaning no, on the no, side. No, I get in the seat. Warmack oh, has you get, a seat. You, you find a place that kind of looks like a seat, uh, sort of the dent on top of it where it fell, as it starts to try to right itself. It's swinging its legs back and forth, and uh, it seems to have little extender arms that pop out of the side that start to push it so it's uh, a little more level. So it's beginning to try and uh, straighten itself up and stand up. Meanwhile, the rest of the party, what are you doing? All right, I'm going to explain to them what Pank is doing and that we will try to heal them up on the way there if they help us no. stop this... What? No. no. No, says the White Wizard. Why Why oh. would you... We, we took that out to destroy it. We just haven't had a good opportunity to, to get rid of the generator. We almost didn't... <laughs> <know. laughs> <laughs> ah, just deny me pancakes, area. <laughs> he says, We were just lucky Stev landed a big enough hit to knock it off the bridge altogether. It fell... Down here, I guess. <laughs> Might start Either it's going to beat up Pank, or Pank is going to go mad with power and use it to beat everyone else up. So, whatever. so I, I start humming a song to myself. <laughs> I'm glad we're all having the appropriate reaction. To uh, disseminate the tension. Okay, yeah. so so I, I high-five the guy who looks like a, a possibly older, more experienced version of me. Yes. I say, gonna... bro, I got your back. He says, oh, my, my name's not bro. I'm sorry. We should probably introduce ourselves. What are your names? And and please, introduce ourselves as we walk out of the temple. They start pressing you out of the temple. Oh, okay. okay. So we go along with them, I guess, while we're walking out the temple and introduce ourselves. But we are hilarious, and we introduce Joab as Lita and Lita as Joab. Oh, you're so funny. Oh, that's not going to be confusing. Uh-huh. Next the, 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 red, the red wizard, in the meantime, Pank, the war mech is now properly on two legs again, and it sort of staggers around for a minute and then writes itself. And then the central panel of it, the central, uh, looks like eyes almost, like uh, one white laser beam uh, sort of eye and then a couple of smaller dots for eyes start to glow. And you can hear... Not that you would know this, but to the observer, casual observer who knows anything about cameras, it sounds sort of like a camera lens focusing as it looks down on you. And you can hear a uh, stronger no, whirring noise inside of it. Of it. What's that? Of, I'm on the back it's, of it. Uh, it. It's created a mirror just so it can look at you in oh, that okay. manner. Okay. <laughs> it just extends a mirror through one of its Clever little girl. Extenders. Clever girl. So... Uh, Back to the the party, who's uh, discussing as they um, as the warriors walk on their way out. As you're starting to walk out, this trio, this um, I'm sorry, this duo of zombies appears, spiraling out of control down the hallway toward them. They just sort of look and they sigh, and the red wizard looks at the one zombie, and the white wizard looks at the other zombie, and the white wizard just lifts his hammer into the air, and he says, lit two, and then lightning bolts fly out of either side of the hammer, and just scorch and zorch the zombies into oblivion, and they keep walking. Do we get experience for that? You do not. You were not involved in that battle. So you you walk out. You you start to walk out the door, and they they say, um, oh yes, introductions, well. So you are... Alf and Lita and Joe? I knew Corneria. They <laughs> say, that's very interesting. Well, we should introduce ourselves. They're meanwhile dragging along their two dead companions. Uh, the one in red, our knight, is Stev. The red wizard introduces himself. He says, my name is R2-D2. My white mage, uh, white wizard now, <laughs> still need to get used to that, is uh, quadruple question mark. And our deceased black wizard is Dork, uh, all lowercase. Pleased to meet you. <laughs> Meanwhile, 
Pank is uh, sitting atop the war mech, and then you hear an electronic voice start to patch through a small little speaker, and it says, Reactivated, please input command. Destroy Carnaria. <laughs> wait, wait, be my best Pancake. friend, then destroy Carnaria. What about Pancakes? Registering command, destroy Carnaria. Processing, processing, locating Conaria. Located, destruction path imminent, and then it begins to start walking over towards the town. <laughs> oh, we have fun here, guys. As you exit the Temple of Fiends, you start to hear a crashing noise behind you. It's a it's doubly terrifying because off in the distance you can see a faint figure of Pank sitting on top of this metal orc leg, trouncing off in the direction of Canaria. And Wait, he, behind he be my you, best friend, you stand though, right? I won't be my best friend. Uh, it only took the first command. No, that was that is the first command. No, the first command was destroy Canaria, and then you said, but wait, 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 destroy, be my best friend, then destroy, and it already processed your first command before the second one. At least it's not going to destroy me, I'm not Canaria. (laughs) But you hear, so first of all, you hear this, and the white wizard and the red wizard just go pale as they see this. They say, no, no, we're not, no, we can't. And then you start hearing crashing from just inside the temple. It sounds like pillars are being knocked over, and they, they look at themselves and they say, no. No, this no, no, this is just. <laughs> they start screaming. You hear this mighty roar from inside the temple, and you see a big chunk, a middle section of pillar, just get thrown up the steps and out of the temple. The uh, the red wizard and the white wizard are just—they're helpless right now. They're just sort of staring at each other, mouths agape. I make a comment about the weather, trying to break the ice. Do you want to sleep in your tent for the night? <laughs> yeah, let's let's jump into our tent. This seems like an appropriate time for that. Invite them, and one of them can. Wait, we can the fit. Tent. We can fit everyone except one of the people. Of you we have you hear a booming voice from inside the temple say, "How dare you run away from chaos!" I jump into our tent. <laughs> <laughs> You pitch a tent. Meanwhile, the white wizard and the red wizard are just still standing, just stammering at each other. Uh, you have a wonderful time in the tent. Uh, you all recover 30 HP. You have the choice to save your game if yes. you so desire. Uh, in the meanwhile, Pank yeah, let's, halfway... let's save here. In case Probably a good place to save the game. Yeah, I think so. Next time on the Game Cola RPG Cast, Pancakes. Be there! Alright, Jove? I never cared for Jove. Um, I'm almost done. Anybody? Okay. Rest of development, anybody?